are you ready to start releasing other people's expectations and the expectations you put on yourself and really step into who you were called to be? Well, today is the day we are going to start looking at how we can release these expectations and get excited about not knowing the destination, but get excited about the present moment and what it could mean. Listen in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, this is Tammy, the host of Her Restored Spirit podcast. I just want to take a moment to say thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing and leaving me a, a review. I really do read every one of them, and they mean a lot to me, and they help me to see what is helpful or what your thoughts are. And so if you haven't had a chance to leave me a review, there's always right now. It only takes like two minutes, and I would appreciate that. So the last couple of weeks, we have been talking about releasing expectations. And I kind of hinted to how you can tell if you're living within expectations of everyone else or even the expectations that you've put on yourself and and also talked about why it's important that we step out of them and really start to choose a different path, start to do things differently because we're not in the world to look like the world. And I mentioned how boring it would be if everyone did the exact same thing, the exact same way all the time. And there would never be new inventions. There would never be new excitement and new things to overcome or challenges to to conquer if you don't allow yourself to stop doing what everyone else expects you to do, stop living within the confines of your own fears and the expectations. And by expectations, we can also use the word control. And one word that God has been putting on my heart lately is with expectations, there's also a pridefulness in that, that it's the right thing. So I looked up the definition And in the dictionary, it's a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. So the expectations are, when we put those there, it is a decided outcome. And then with that, like how often do things really work out exactly how you see them play out? And sometimes it comes with disappointment because we get so stuck on the outcome versus the journey or the path or the choices that we make or what we learn on the way that when we achieve, even if we achieve what we set out to, there's disappointment because it's not how we expected it. 
the Urban Dictionary said it's a guaranteed way for you to make sure that people will consistently disappoint you to look high of or above normal. And that's another thing that it just, these expectations, who gets to decide what they are? And what does expect living within them do for who we really are and who we're supposed to be? And so today I'm going to just explore that a little bit more and give you a few steps. And I'm sorry to say this is also not a one and done process. It's not a checklist that once you hit all everything on the checklist, then you're cured and you're free. No, this is something that you're going to constantly battle because our brain likes order. Our brain likes to understand things. And when we release expectations and we release outcomes and we release control, we're falling into the unknown. We're following into gray areas. We're following into a new destination, a new path, a new journey that our brains are trying to figure out how do we categorize this? How do we stay in control? How do we protect ourselves? How do we stop the failure that's sure to ensue? But And let me start with with that, the first one, the first step is you need to decide that failure, quote unquote failure, is not always bad. It's only failure if you stop there. And it's only a failure if you were reaching a certain outcome or you were trying to reach a certain outcome and you didn't make it, that your expectation was not met. So who defines failure and successes? Do you allow the people around you to? Do you have in your mind, are you trying to control the outcome? Are you worrying about tomorrow instead of focusing on your steps today? And I was just looking at famous failures that changed the world. One is the slinky. That the way that the slinky came about was a failure and then all of a sudden, they realize another use for it. And I thought it just was really neat to know that something as silly as the slinky is considered to change the world. Another one that we all have benefited from is penicillin. That is something that they were not intending. But when they discovered it, and then as people did more and more research over to see what the uses are, it's actually become a life-saving invention. And if someone didn't strongly go towards an outcome or go towards the experiment and then see the outcome and figure out, okay, what can we do with it now? What purpose does this have? And get curious about that. We wouldn't have penicillin. Another one, which is one of my favorites, is post-it notes. The 3M company was trying to create a super strong glue and a weaker glue, it was like the anti-glue or something, was actually created during this process. And as a whole, as a culture, they kind of threw it out. Well, one person saw the benefit of it, saw that it had merit and it could be used. And so used it on post-its, which it's a weak glue that sticks to things, but not permanently. 
And I don't know where I would be without Post-its. I don't know where you'd be without Post-its. I know I have lots of friends who live with Post-its and buy Post-its. So who gets to define failure and success? That weak glue, is it a failure? Well, only if you saw it as a failure, but that one gentleman saw it as a success in a whole nother way and changed people's lives. Don't put yourself in that box of failure. And then decide that it's not always bad if you don't reach the intended target. The next is question why we are doing things a certain way. A lot of times you have in your heart that there's a a different path for you. And if we didn't, I don't think we would have self-help books, which are millions. We wouldn't have all these podcasts. We wouldn't have all of these ideas floating around if we didn't think that we were a little bit different, if we were made for more, or if we were supposed to do the same thing the same way all the time. So question why you're doing things a certain way. And one of the things that I had to question is how my morning routine was done. I followed all the experts for a long time. And then about a year ago, and things started changing, and I started looking at why I do what I do and what's working what's not based on me instead of trying to change me to fit someone else's idea i started to look at what my rhythm my routine and my path needed what my morning ritual looked like and so i developed something that's a little bit it's easier for me it gives me what i need and it's customizable in the moment like i can stretch it out i can i can do the whole thing in like 10 15 minutes Or if I have time and I want to do it in an hour, hour and a half, I can do that as well. I lowered the expectations and the number of things that I had in it. And if you're interested in knowing more about that, um, I just did a blog series on that that you can go check out. I'll put the link in the show notes. But question why you do a certain thing. And don't just do it because that's the way it's always been done. The next is you need to find truth, the non-negotiables, what has to be done a certain way for a specific reason. An example of this, I was like, what What is an example? And I was like, well, when you're putting on a tire, it really does need to be done a certain way. Otherwise, you don't tighten everything properly. They found the way to do it that works the best, and there's really no reason to deviate from that. I say that, and then in my head, it's like, no, until someone decides that it can be done better, and then steps out of the expectations and creates a way to change a tire more efficiently, more effectively, or with a different tool, and it's different. But when you're trying to parent, when you're trying to define your fashion sense, when you're trying to define who you are, why would you try to do something that someone else does if you're not them? If it doesn't line up exactly and there's things that don't, I mean, you can take elements, but typically the elements are all you really need. And then you need to match it or mold it to who you are. Figure out why it's done a certain way. Is it done for a certain outcome? Or can you play with it and the outcome changes what you're looking for? And then decide, is this just a social norm or can I adapt this to my needs and come up with something even better or something that works for me and maybe share it with others? So number four is be present in the moment. Release the outcome, release the control, release the pride that centers 
of you knowing. You understand you have your category, you know what the outcome needs to look like, and you're ready. Well, that doesn't leave room for the creativity. Or you get so focused that you forget to check in with God on each step. You forget to, well, you forget the intended purpose of this journey in the first place because you're so focused on outcome versus the next right thing. Because sometimes the outcome, the intended outcome, the one that we think we're, we're setting out to achieve is not actually the one that we were supposed to find. And by staying in tune, being in the present moment, understanding each step and why you do the things you do, you're able to really embrace small changes. And I heard something the other day that it said that if you feel time is flying by, it's because you aren't experiencing time. You aren't in the moment in the present and you're not present enough. And I was thinking about how fast 2021 is going. It is the end of June and it might even be, oh no, by the time this one comes out, it's going to be July already. We're so close to July. It's knocking on our door. Do I feel like I've experienced seven months? No. And that's because I am always looking at an outcome. I'm always pushing forward and not taking time to really experience the moment. And what does that look like to experience the moment? Well, it's to recognize what's going on around you while you're in the moment instead of looking back to see, oh, wow, my kid was doing a really cool thing. No, experience it in the moment. Or thinking forward of, oh, I really need to work on dinner, which typically I need to be a little bit more in the future about because I get to the moment of dinner and thinking, oh, here we are again. What am I going to cook now? But you get what I'm saying. So the next, now we're talking about the present moment. It goes back to the question of why are we doing the things a certain way? What are you doing this present moment? Where are the rules that you're following come from? I don't know who decided that Brenner or breakfast for dinner should be a thing, but I'm really glad they did. That was on our meal plan yesterday because The evening did not turn out like we expected, like our schedule had showed, which is fine. So we ended up making eggs and bacon for dinner. So that's one expectation that someone's like, hey, breakfast foods don't need to be in the a.m. all the time. It's one expectation someone broke and it became a thing and it revolutionized the world. Who doesn't like pancakes at 630 in the evening? And this next step is really big. This next step is so important. You have to release the pressures and the guilt for being different, for wanting something different, for standing out, for making waves, for being visible, for breaking the social norm or breaking the molds and trying something different. You have to release the guilt from yourself or the fear that what others may think. You have to set down that pride and be okay with a different outcome. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through, well, we'll see how far we get. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. 
Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. When we're weak, when we let go of the outcomes, when we let go of the expectations, when we let go of the pride that we have and really step into who we're made to be. And that's based on who God said we are and embrace God's strengths and embrace our weaknesses and know that the weakness was put there so that God can show us a new thing. So if we allow him to work through us and get off our high horse and get away from this feeling of people are going to look at me or I'm going to fail in front of hundreds of people or five people or one person, it doesn't matter. Failing never feels good. Falling never feels good. Embarrassing ourselves never feels good. But that's where we grow and we learn. And then we really find out that we're human and embrace it. Because when we embrace that we're human, we can embrace that God is God. We can embrace that we need him to fill us, to give us direction, to support us, to restore us, to do all the things. We need God to tell us who we are and what we're capable of because our brains can only see what it has seen before. Our brains can only categorize and process and understand the things it has data for. And sometimes we have to go away that we have no information. Sometimes we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and step out in fear, step out in faith and cling to the word of God, cling to what he's already revealed to us and allow it to shape us in a way that we don't even understand yet and shape us in a way that's in his image in his will, and in his goodness for us. These expectations are the safe option. They're the comfortable. They're the easy. They are what everyone can do. But I don't think that you were made to do what everyone can do. I don't think that you were made to have that dream in your heart, to want to start a business, want to write a book, to want to speak, to want to mother this the way that God has put on your heart, there are no small tasks. Every task, every calling is equal in God's eyes. It doesn't matter how many people are visible or are privileged enough to see what your task is. God sees, God knows, and he sees the outcome from it. He can see the ripple effect and how it affects more than just you. How your obedience, your willingness to be uncomfortable and stand up for what you know is different. That is where excitement comes. That's where new things happen, a new life a new being springs out of you, a new calling, a new purpose, that's when you can take your pain and the things you've been through 
you can grab onto it, you can heal, and then you can move forward. And you might surprise yourself or those around you what you're capable of if you stopped worrying about what the outcome should look like. So I don't know about you, but I'm fired up to to try something different, to release these expectations, to really step into who God called me to be and to find my identity, to find my identity in who God says I am. Because even I didn't know what I was capable of until I allowed him to show me, until I stepped into the uncomfortable step by step. And believe me, I am still stepping and I'm making tiny baby steps. But God is so faithful. He will be with you in those tiny baby steps. And if you're not as slow as I am, which is great, if you want to make giant leaps, if he shows you something and you just dive in, good for you. We should celebrate that as well. And we need to support you in that and not throw judgment, not condemn you for trying something different. We need to be there for when you fall so we can help you get back up, dust your pants off and say, okay, let's try this again. Instead of throwing our expectations or judging people because they're trying something different, that makes you uncomfortable, makes me uncomfortable. The more we sit in the uncomfortable feelings, the more we can really see why we were made to be in the world, but not of the world. Why love is the greatest commandment. And how we can accept the differences around us. Not by going your own way and doing, having your own truth. Because that is really dangerous. Not by being enough and saying, I don't need others. I don't need the help of my friends. Or I don't need people. Because we do. We need connection. We need people We need supporters, we need cheerleaders, we need coaches, we need friends. We also need God to continue to remind us what's best for us. So what expectations are you letting down? What expectations are you going to peel off of your back? Give yourself that guilt-free, weightless freedom to try something different. I'd love to hear about what this means for you, what this looks like, or what comes up. What have you, what sparked an excitement in you? So reach out to me, and you can find me at TammyMarieCoaching.com or TammyMarieCoaching on social. And I'd love to hear. I'd love to support you. I'd love to share in your victories and also celebrate your falls and to see what you really learn what we can learn from it as well. So I hope you have a fabulous week and until next time, bye for now.